How deliciously wonderful it is to be here to know that the power of prayer is upon us. The power of prayer is the knowledge that we never walk alone. That within us and around us is a grace that is our sufficiency in all things. I claim and declare that as we begin, there is a willingness within me, a willingness within you to give up trying so hard on our own that we might realize a power greater than our own thinking is doing us and that we may surrender more fully to this intelligence. It's an intelligence of the heart, the unified field of awareness. And I bless you and I bless me in taking this adventure of trusting this deep I am presence. And so it is that I bless this prayer on the air episode. I name it good and very good. I accept that with the power of prayer upon us, it speaks to you in a way just right for you. It speaks to me in a way right for me. And that we release fear and that we live more fully in love. In this awareness, I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Hello, my name is Angela Montano, and this is Prayer on the Air. We come together from 58 different countries to pray for each other regarding anything that concerns us, personal or planetary. We come from different religions, Jews, Christians, Hindu, Buddhists, atheists, the spiritual but not religious, which is a category in it of itself, Muslim, just all kinds of people. Just our connection is where we have some sense that there really is something to prayer. So I, I consider us a, a global kind of prayer without ceasing community in which we support one another through prayer in maintaining a perception of wholeness. It is the perception of wholeness that heals. It's almost like a perception of okayness. You know, fear tells us something is missing. Love tells us everything we truly want and need it's already happening. So through prayer, we are surrendering to this relieving and very good news. So let us begin with our prayer requests. Jill. Hi, Angela. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm so happy to. Well, I, um, I, the fact that I'm calm right now is, um, is an expression of all of my previous spiritual work. Mm -hmm. I, um, I'm not sure what's been going on in my life. It feels like I've been failing upward. <laughs> like um, jobs coming to an end and then I have to get a new one and it's a little bit higher pay. So uh, 
I was working for a company. I was just starting to get on my feet a little while back, and then the company was sold. So I had to start over again, and um, a few people died on me, and then I was temporary, temporarily homeless. I kept a positive attitude. I came back to Florida, and at the time, I was able to keep that job remote a little while before it was sold. Um, and then I had a major medical event and a, and a major surgery. So I've always been like pretty resilient uh, and kind of high energy where, okay, dust myself off, <laughs> try again. Well, after my surgery, I was having like a lot of dizziness and not feeling well and um, uh, it was just affecting like my mind and my ability to do simple tasks for a while. I, I just couldn't get it together. And um, the woman that I was renting from, we had an agreement from the time that I moved in that I would work remotely. And then after my surgery, I needed like either a modem or a router mm -hmm. and she wouldn't allow me to have it. There was like some kind of power struggle or something. Um, to this day, she tells me that she doesn't know what I'm talking about. So, um, so that forced me to have to get a job outside of the home and I wasn't able to do that for a while. So, um, basically I wound up paying off my car with a credit card because my credit was still good at that moment from my previous, um, things that I had done right. And, um, so I still, I have a paid off car mm -hmm. now because of that. That's nice. Yes. And then I went and I got help from a Christian organization to help me get back on my feet with resume and job applications. And I had two job offers come through like almost at the same time in mid December. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, one is a certain rate. The other one is a couple of dollars more plus incentives and bonuses and spiffs. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, I'm going to be good to myself and take the higher one. Uh -huh. um, even though it's a type of job I haven't done before. And it's also in an industry that I never worked in before. A little more male dominated. Mm -hmm. And um, when I interviewed... One of the guys was so charming and he's, and I said, well, what's, what's the culture here? And without hesitation, he said, family. And I thought, you know, these are just really nice guys. So. And so just, I'm, I just want to hear more about what your prayer request is. My, my prayer request is I had to report multiple forms of different types of harassment that I witnessed. I held my tongue for six weeks and it became intolerable. So I reported it and they fired me. And now my landlady, landlord has also said she's increasing the rent 400 a month. 
Um, I have to move. I have a little dog and my credit's messed up, so I cannot get an apartment. Um, okay. I don't know why this keeps happening. <laughs> um, so my prayer is for safety. And I'm thinking maybe I wanted to move somewhere where the cost of living is cheaper. Uh, but I'm afraid because. So you know, I... what I want to say, Jill, is this. I absolutely love how you began speaking. You know, the, you said the fact that I'm calm is due to the spiritual work I've had, I've done. Mm -hmm. And you said, I'm, I'm. I'm failing upward and I, I want to speak to those things. So the calm that you're experiencing, I, 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 I invite you into the faith that is when that within that calm, that calm is answered prayer. And, yeah. you know, you know, what I, what I love about your story, as you shared aspects of your life is that you keep being okay. You keep being okay. You keep being okay. And you know, the thing in your request that I hear that feels related to the prayer we just did is your credit score is not the source for what happens next you know clearly jill you're listening to a still small voice within clearly you're keeping like you know clearly like i guess i just keep wanting to say you're okay you're truly okay you're truly okay and when you say why does this keep happening we could all say, oh, why does this keep happening? You know, things keep happening and we think we're doing something wrong. But what if you're not doing anything wrong? What if you're not doing anything wrong? And whatever you do from here will be even better. And perhaps in speaking up regarding the culture of the job you were in, maybe that's exactly what you were supposed to do. Like, is it possible we could not catastrophize this is what I want to say. I don't know what your recourse is in being fired after speaking up. I know there are laws in this country regarding that, but no matter what you need, it sounds like you, you want to have a new job and a new place to live. Is it possible that you're just to keep listening and going where the solution is? What is your thought about that, Jill? Well, my thought is I want to cry because, you know, when I was 19 years of age, I knew that I was better living on my, my own, having my own place, not doing the roommate thing unless I was married. And I don't know, maybe like seven years ago, I was having a hard time starting over. And so... I've done the roommate thing and it, it, yeah. It's so your no point is, yes, your point is maybe you'll find a place on your own from here and a job that's even better, right? That's what I'm wanting. I just don't know how I'm going to do that yet. 
And yes. so let us, let us pray. I feel like a lot is going to come through in the prayer for you. Okay. Thank you so much, Angela. And I Jill, know that was a lot. <laughs> and Jill, <laughs> I know. <laughs> You know, sometimes we just need to tell our story, you know, and I bless you in it. Thank you. You know, what a joy it is to realize on Jill's behalf in the awareness that God is her life. God is her life. Her life is the life of the divine. That is her life. Our lives are not controlled and managed and determined by uh, who or what, again, that we think we are, what we take ourselves to be. So I just tune in and tap in to the God I am presence of Jill, and I trust in the intelligence, the humility, and the clarity that God already is as Jill. And I know there's absolutely nothing that Jill needs to know that she doesn't know. We often go, but how, but how, but how, how, how will I get a job and how will I get a new place? I'm knowing for Jill the willingness to follow the simple instructions. Follow the simple instructions within. She is guided. She is governed by divine love. You know, there was a book out years ago by Terry Cole Whitaker. Uh, the title of it was, uh, What You Think of Me is None of My Business. And I, I just want to take it further, Jill, for you. is what you think of you is none of your business. And your job is to let go and let God. The past has no power over you. It's a new day. It's the day the Lord hath made to rejoice in. I bless Jill in waking up from her story about herself and just letting God guide her. The deep I am guide her from here. It truly all works together for good. I let it be in great gratitude. And so it is. Amen. 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 You know, I really relate to you, Jill. Uh, you know, we feel all these details of our life are so important. I feel that too. Well, then this happened, then that happened, and then this happened. And when we turn it over to God, God knows what to do with all those details. So again, I'm encouraging you, Jill, and I'm encouraging all of us not to live in our interpretations of our lives, but to really be here now in a state of communion and really one of the most effective ways to do that is through our senses like rather than be always in the thought loops thought storms thinking that's life maybe look and see what you see like right now I'm looking out my window it's a blue sky there's so many different colors of tree leaves there's many leaves on the ground there's a beautiful i don't i just see a lot of dynamic things the color of the bark i could look in here and really be present to 
the stuff I have on my sofa to the left of me where I still have some things to put away from my cleaning project. I could really be with that. Be, really be with all of you right here, right now. I could see what I see. Then maybe I could listen, hear what I hear. Like right now, just what's the farthest sound you can hear? I'm hearing a um, garbage truck on the street. Hear what you hear, see what you see. I'm hearing birds chirping and a car going by. Beautiful, that's your life. And smell what you smell. And if you're eating, taste what you taste. It's that simple. And you let God move you. It's doing you. It's doing you. It's doing you. So, Zara. Thank you, Angela. You're so welcome. Hi, Angela. Hi. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I, My request for today, something I've become more aware of is one of my patterns is feeling like I'm being made wrong, whether it's in my community or at home with my kids, etc. And then more recently, I'm just seeing how I'm making everything wrong and everything about me wrong and everything about what I did wrong. And it's really coming from me. And I feel hooked by that. Like, I feel like it's um, I'm in kind of a fisher's net of it, and I, and I want it off this um, debris of you're wrong, you're wrong, and everything you've done is wrong. <laughs> and then obviously that's my continued experience. So I'm really asking from the depths of me to just release it once and for all, and just to see the the rightness. Oh wow! Oh. Zara, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. You know, that, like, could you show me in nature wrong? Like, if you had to give me evidence of wrong, what what could you show me that's actually wrong? Oh, that's a good question. Because... <laughs> I, I could try, but I can't because it's like, no, that's right. that way for a reason. And Right. E everything simply is. So just know wrong is only a concept. And mm -hmm. we create a lot of tribes based on what we different ones of us think is wrong. It is only a thought. It is only a thought. Nothing can be wrong. It's a stunning thing I'm saying, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. we could say, well, it's wrong to do this. It's wrong to do that. That's our interpretation of life. But if you can accept that wrong is simply a concept, you know, who would you be? How would your life be if you were free of interpreting things as right or wrong what would that be like for you i think it would make every difference because my 
energy, my focus, my actions would cut, would be very freed up. My interactions with others, um, the way my posture is, the way I see my children, like it would just, you know, be a complete night and day difference, really. Yeah, I, I really, this to me, Zara, is your inner being, the deep I, the God I am presence. It, this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about we're walking each other home. The confines of right and wrong is really what constitutes hell for so many of us. Because the minute we get one thing right, now something else is wrong or we're naming something else wrong. And even if we take something like murder, someone murders someone like well for sure we've got to name that wrong that is wrong and we've got to all agree it's wrong but what does that accomplish you know what would our natural response be if someone murdered someone if we didn't protect ourselves in the mere concept of righteous indignation and wrongness we might fall on the ground and cry for a week. We might visit the family of the deceased and do anything and everything we could out of actual compassion. We may look at the murderer with utter sincerity. What happened? What happened to you? What happened to you? What happened? If we didn't divide our world into right or wrong, we might be in a kind of action that's spontaneous and comes from the intelligence of our heart. But our mind, our egos, our false sense of self, our fear-based identity says, you know what? If we don't name things wrong, all hell will break loose. I realize I'm muted. We did you all hear anything I said? Yes. Okay. And then we don't feel our feelings. We don't, you know, we're in that, well, it's wrong. So I'm now protected against my absolute devastated heart. You see? We in fact become almost, I want to say less human, not more human. Because we'll just stay with the thought, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's wrong, rather than be with what just happened. Are you with me, Zara? Absolutely, yes. So it's a way more vital way to live, free of right and wrong. But to those of us who have thought, you know what this lifetime is about? Measuring up. I'm going to finally get it right. I'm going to finally be enough. We don't have time to feel and be alive in this amazing mystery because we've got everything categorized, right? So you do want to meet yourself, Sarah. I can feel it. You want to meet who you are in freedom and liberation. It's kind of like a little chickie who's in a shell. Eventually, you just have to break out of that the, like that world is too small for you, Zara. 
And it's a gift that it's uncomfortable for you, right? There's a time when it's not uncomfortable at all. Like, yeah, I love this righteous indignation. I love being right. And I love knowing I know right. I know wrong. You know, it, it feels good for a hot minute or two. But then it, it's not, it doesn't bring us into the healing love that we are. I struggle with this myself. I really struggle with this. I, you mentioned in the very beginnings are that this is a pattern, you know, and it is, it's just a pattern of thought. But I, I grew up being very much like, I'm going to be the good girl. I'm going to follow all the rules, you know, and I did so much quote unquote, right. I thought, okay, that's the ticket. That's how I'll make it through. And it just is such a small space out of which to And you can get a lot of approval by doing things a quote unquote right according to a number of people. But approval, guess what? Approval is not love. Again, approval's like really delicious for about 15 minutes. But it's not the love that we all want to live with, the deep love that we are, this all-inclusive love. Approval doesn't really nourish us, believe it or not, on that deep level. I mean, we all love praise and we, 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 I think we do appreciate it deeply and greatly, but I'm just saying we can't live for another person's opinion of us because we can't control that. So it makes us more nervous, more anxious, not less. That's my point in that. So let us pray. delightful it is to be here in the awareness that Zara is breaking through, breaking free of this crusty old rigmarole of right and wrong, good and bad, should and shouldn't. I did it right. I did it right. I did it wrong. I did it wrong. I can't do it right enough. I did it too wrong. They did it wrong. They did it wrong. They're wrong. At some point, it's like a television show, like, ah, I think I've heard this show enough. <laughs> We're just sick of it. We just get sick of it. And that's a beautiful day. That's a good thing. Beyond right and wrong, there is a field. I will meet you there. That's a paraphrasing of Rumi. Beyond right doing and wrong doing, there is a field. I will meet you there. Let us know this field for Zara, this field of all-inclusive, unconditional love. That that deep eye of her knows how to be free of judgment. I bless Zara in this awakening. Oh, I name it good and very good. I know something magnificent is happening even now. I let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 So gratefully and thankfully. Ah, we just simply move into our closing prayer now. Um, I am going to stay on the call after this closing prayer because I'm going to need to re 
record the beginning because I made a mistake and didn't record the beginning. So you're welcome to stay on with me when I do that, or you can just leave when, when, when this prayer is done. So I'm going to take a pause now, and then we will, we'll see what shows up for us in this closing prayer. So many beautiful sounds to hear, sights to see, smells to smell, flavors to taste. There's so much to be with in the simplicity of presence, of this present moment. There is an inner guidance system, a still small voice. There are simple instructions. There are the golden breadcrumbs. And we just follow that simple instruction and enjoy life and shine the light of true communion. And this is my prayer for you, for me, as we close today, that we may truly release that fear-based thinking that would call itself life when it's really fear and let all that judgment go and simply show up for God, which is showing up for the simple instruction for the next right thing. I claim and declare for myself, for you, for all my loved ones, your loved ones, no fear here, false evidence appearing real is seen through. Only love, only love, only love is real. I claim for us living a life of love. Trust, abiding in the grace that is. And so as we close today, it's kind of like we're letting go of thinking so much. All this thinking might be overrated. And we're allowing the movement of God as our lives. I say yes. I let go. I let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. You're welcome.